Hey, welcome to the Resolve Podcast, episode number 67. I'm Carly Tizano, a New Year's resolution coach obsessed with all things goal setting, personal development, coaching, and of course, resolutions. One of my biggest goals is to help you reach yours. I'm here to provide the tools, support, and inspiration you need to reach your goals this year and every year and to feel supported every day along the way. Well, we have officially reached the end of the year or almost the very end of the year, and it's unsurprisingly one of my favorite times of the year, not just because of my birthday and the holidays, but because of the rest and reflection that comes at the end of one year and the inherent excitement and fresh start that's coming as we start a new one. So I'm sure my excitement for this time of year will spill over into this episode today. And we've once again reached the end of the year. This isn't the first end of the year that we've covered on the podcast. Last year, way back in episode 15, I talked about the value of conducting an end of year review and I walked through the different steps and components that one might want when they are going through an end of year review personally. So don't worry, I'm not going to go over all of that stuff again this year on the podcast. I'm going to be taking a slightly different end of the year approach. But if you are at this time of year wanting to conduct some kind of review, which I would highly recommend for all of the reasons I discussed in episode 15, then I would encourage you to return to that episode, give it a listen, and to reflect on all that this year has meant to you, all the ways that you've grown, the things that you've been able to check off, maybe what you haven't, and to take the lessons from all of those things as then you set goals and resolutions for the coming year and look ahead to everything that it may hold that you expect and probably the things that you don't expect that are going to happen anyway. So I do encourage you to conduct an end of year review for a multitude of reasons, but I don't want to spend any time today going more into what that needs to look like because, of course, it's incredibly personal too, and there is no right or wrong way to conduct an end of year review. So make it be whatever you need it to be to work for you and for your life and for the life that you want to live, but that last year I went over a bunch of components that you can include if you want to, because let's be real, sometimes we just need ideas or inspiration, and that way you can pick and choose what is going to work best for you. And just like the end of year review can be whatever you want it to be, the topic that we're going to talk about today, which is closely related to that idea, is another that I honestly don't have a hard and fast answer for. And it's something that I've been asked multiple times by friends, clients on other podcast interviews, and I give kind of a middle-of-the-road answer that it can be whatever you want it to be. And I think a lot of people are surprised by that. But I'm going to share my reasoning behind my middle-of-the-road answer and why I leave the choice in the hands of my clients or in your hands, of course. So today we're going to be looking at whether as we reach the end of the year, you really should wait until January 1st before diving into your goals and resolutions if you're setting resolutions or if you should just start now. There's plenty of reasons you could do one or the other. And that is one of the reasons, quite honestly, why I don't give a hard and fast determination because it is a different scenario for everyone. There are reasons to start now and there are reasons to wait, but ultimately it depends on my clients. And a lot of times I will walk them through these three reasons why they may want to start now and these three reasons why they may not, because at the end of the day, it's still ultimately their choice. And determining which of these factors is most relevant to them is going to help them decide whether they want to jump into action now or wait until the clock does officially take over into a brand new year. So the three reasons that you may want to wait and start your habits is, first of all, of course, to capitalize on the fresh start energy. There is nothing wrong with starting like today when this episode comes out. It's December 26th. So you're coming off of Christmas. It's a Monday. You could, by all means, <laughs> if you want to do, jump into the new year today or to your goals, or to just use today as the fresh start as you go into something new. I know a lot of us think of the week between Christmas and New Year's as some kind of like hinterland where you're not really sure 
what you're doing. There's nothing really on the calendar. Or if there is, it like just kind of happens. And then somehow you like wake up in the new year and it's all been kind of a blur. That is in and of itself, I think, a reason to start and a reason to wait. But again, it's totally up to you. It is a week of your life and of time that you can use to get a head start if you want to on your resolutions. But it's by all means not something that you have to do. If you do want to wait to capitalize on the fresh start energy of January 1st, starting your resolutions strong then with everyone else and hopefully continuing on strong, even if no one else does along with you, then by all means, let yourself wait until January 1st, especially I think if you really do feel that fresh start energy very strongly at the beginning of a new year. Some people don't. But if you do, then by all means, that is a good reason to just wait. It's okay. You're not falling behind just because you're starting on time. The second reason that you may want to wait to start your habits is you're less likely to skip reflection. And so this is when we're going to, I'm going to point back once again to episode 15 to be sure I would encourage you to take the time to do some reflection at the end of the year. A lot of people I have seen lately talking about the idea of winter and bears and hibernation and how just naturally people kind of retract into themselves a little bit in this time of year and this season as they probably are spending more time at home. It's dark a lot more of the time. And so there is just a bit more opportunity for reflection. I guess darkness and being home or being with yourself does naturally tend to encumber that kind of a response. And so we have an opportunity to take advantage of that very purposefully this time of year as we reflect on the past year and as we then by default and by extension are preparing for the coming year. So if you do jump in to your new goals at this time as we wait for the official new year to start, then you may be a bit more likely to skip the reflection phase this time that you naturally have for it and to just say, well, I know what I'm going to focus on next, so I'm going to go ahead and get started with that. And like I said, there's nothing wrong with that, particularly if the three reasons to start early are particularly salient for you. But if it means that you are going to skip out on some of the reflection and assessing what you have learned, particularly in the last year of your life and how that may better inform or empower you to reach your goals in the coming year, then it's probably not something to just go ahead and jump into. It's better to take a few extra days or weeks as we are in this end of the year timeframe to do that rest and reflection. So the third reason you may want to wait to start your habits or diving into your goals and resolutions is so that you can focus on rest and preparation. Because let's be real, most of us can't do reflection without some element of rest. And as a little bit of a caveat, I was reading something recently about the difference between rest and rejuvenation. And that's something that I haven't spent a lot of time thinking about. But as I have been slowing down at the end of this year, checking off a lot of major goals at the end of the year, a uh, very big crunch time, but pretty much all of it is done now. It has been interesting for me to think about rest and rejuvenation and the differences between the two. I heard it kind of explained as the difference between unplugging and recharging. And I really loved that idea. So I've been trying to make sure that I am doing both. And fortunately, there's some activities to me that do both. So I've been really trying to lean into that. And I think it's from that place of rest and rejuvenation that we can best approach reflection. Because if we are tired or are at the end of our rope, which a lot of us are at this time of the year, especially if we've put a lot into our lives or our goals and resolutions, then it can be difficult or disheartening or just exhausting <laughs> to do some reflection exercises. So I would also say to be sure to be pairing that with rest and rejuvenation, whatever that looks like for you, whichever one you may need more, maybe you need both like me, and then from that place, be willing to delve into that reflection. And then the other element of having this time to 
rest and rejuvenate and reflect then allows you to prepare for the new year. So this could come, of course, in any number of forms, depending on what it is that you are going to be undertaking in the current year. If you are going to be undertaking a resolution or goal related to the area of expertise of one of the guests that we've had on the podcast, I would certainly encourage you to go back and listen to their episode, wherever it may have fallen, to help prepare to maybe preemptively observe some obstacles or hurdles that you may face in the coming months and to decide and address how you want to handle them. Another great thing to do in this time is to make a resolution roadmap and a plan to overcome the obstacles that you are going to face, which we talked about in episode 49. That is a super helpful way to review and assess and determine ahead of time how you're going to address the things, the problems that you know you're going to face as you work towards the things that you want to. So that is another great way to prepare. Maybe you need to physically and tangibly prepare by like getting new running shoes. That's something that I did just a couple of weeks ago after checking off my running related goal and having a lot of running related breakthroughs, which I know I've talked about on the podcast this year. I realized that if I want to take my running journey any further and even just encourage myself to run, I need to stop running with the $10 running shoes that I have from Walmart and I need to invest in actual nice running shoes. So I did that. And although I don't plan to have any running related resolutions for next year, I am prepared now to continue on with that good habit that I built to continue maintaining the progress I've made and hopefully continue to make more progress in the coming days and months. But of course, not limited to running shoes. Maybe you need to get a new laptop. That's something I did last year when I was getting ready for school. And recently when I pulled out my old laptop again, someone else needed to use one of the features on it. And they were like, this thing is so incredibly slow. How did you ever make this work? So I knew that that was a good investment last year. Certainly could not have done a year of grad school on my old laptop. So maybe it's that. Maybe it's something else. Maybe there are trips you need to plan, reservations you need to make, research you need to do. This is a great time to take advantage of that instead of just diving in headfirst and then kind of having to backtrack to do those initial steps. Those are three reasons. You may want to wait, enjoy this time, rest, reflect, rejuvenate, enjoy the fresh start, prepare for what lies ahead, all of it, and to just let yourself take that time off, but acknowledge that you're not even taking it off in a way that you're turning a blind eye to the things that you want or to what lies ahead, but actually you're just opening yourself up to those things even more. And of course, all of the progress that you've already made. Okay. And then the three reasons why maybe you should just start now. And trust me, when I explain this to my clients, I do not wax on quite as long as I am doing today as I talk through all of these things. But there are some reasons why you may want to just go ahead and start now. Decide that it is what you want to do. You do want to go for it. And the number one reason is that if you are feeling particularly excited or motivated to get started, then do it. As I've certainly talked about before, motivation is such a powerful energy and emotion, and it's something we want to take full advantage of whenever possible. But it's not something that we're going to feel all the way, all through the process of working towards our goals and resolutions. We want to take full advantage of it when we can. And so if you are feeling that now as we approach the end of the year, even if we aren't yet to January 1st, then by all means, jump into your goals. Start going after it. It's okay. It's your life. So by all means, jump right in. Uh, a lot of my clients oftentimes waking up early or waking up when their alarm goes off, that's one of the goals that they set and that they want to work on. And interestingly, that's one of the ones that most of the time they're like, well, I know I want to do it. I know I need to do it. I'm feeling motivated. And so they get started right away. They do not wait till January 1st. And I i don't know what it is about that goal in particular, but a lot of times that's one that people are like, I'm not waiting. I'm jumping right in and doing this. So 
If that's you and you are feeling motivated to get up when your alarm goes off, then by all means do that. The number two reason why you may want to jump in and get started on working towards your goals right away is to start collecting the evidence and to building your self-confidence and self-trust because when you know that you want to do something and you start by showing yourself that you are going to do it, that you are working on it, that you are making progress on it, we are beginning to build our self-trust and self-confidence in that way. And that, as we know, is the ultimate goal of any goal that we have to establish those attributes to strengthen them in our lives and ironically it's the end results and then the fuel for all of the other goals that we continue to set and work towards in the future so by diving into our goals we are able to start to strengthen those things and begin to collect evidence for our brains to recognize well i am making progress here i am going after this i do the things that i want to do i do the things i say i'm going to do and all of that in the healthy powerful upward spiral (laughs) that is moving us in the direction that we want to go. So if you want to start collecting evidence of going after what you want, you may as well start now. There is no reason. You don't have to wait. You can just dive right in. And then the third reason to just go ahead and get started is distinct, I think, from being motivated to or excited to. And it's just if you want to. Particularly, I think if you fall into one of the four tendencies, which Heidi and I talked about on the podcast a few weeks ago, back in episode 62, If you are particularly a questioner and January 1st means nothing to you, or you think it's just a quote-unquote arbitrary date, or if you're a rebel and you're really leaning into your identity about you are someone who wakes up early or is doing whatever thing it is that you want to do, and you want to get started, then get started. There is no reason that you need to wait. And so with that background, I then allow my clients to decide whether they're going to dive in on everything or some things or whether they want to wait for January 1st. Again, there is no right or wrong decision. You can do whatever it is that you feel most empowered to do. I will admit that I most of the time wait, although I do a lot of the preparation work ahead of time. So even this year, one of my easy quick checkoff goals was the one related to getting my TSA pre-check. That was my easy checkoff in January so that I could start my momentum small and begin to build up progress, show myself that I was moving forward. So at the end of December, I actually filled out all of the paperwork, submitted my application, and I booked my appointment to go get fingerprinted and all of that for early January. So it did technically get done in January and I got approved in January, got my number in January, all of that. But I did most of the legwork as part of my preparation in December. So that's an example of what I tend to like to do. But I also lean very heavily into the rest and reflection of the end of the year as well. And I don't hesitate to sometimes integrate things during the year as they come up or as I want to, which is particularly evidence this year, as I shared in episode 64 when I was talking with Heidi. I ended up creating a whole additional 22 for 22 list this year, and I added stuff onto it that I wanted to do over the course of the year as the year went on, stuff that I wanted to do and accomplish and check off. So I certainly did not hesitate to do those things. I did not kick them over to next year, but I did start to collect ideas of stuff that felt more relevant to next year or that I did want to accomplish next year. And I often find that even now as I'm firming up my plans and deciding definitively what I want to go after and pursue and check off next year, as we start to enter the first few weeks of January and I'm living that out, a lot of times the ideas will continue to come. And so, of course, I won't hesitate to do anything that I feel is important and relevant. But I often will also start my list for the following year in January for things that I think are going to fit better there. And it's just because I've leaned so significantly into that reflection and I've opened myself up to really what I want my life to be like at this time next year 
the things that I want. And sometimes I guess I'm even looking two years in the future to two years from now, what are those things that I want to be seeing and enjoying and recognizing? Like I said, it's unsurprisingly my most favorite time of the year. And so it's something that I am embracing and leaning into and really loving and enjoying at this time of year. And so I encourage you to resolve to decide whether you are going to start things early, whether you're going to wait until January 1st to dive in. Either way, no right or wrong answer, but make the decision ahead of time. Do not allow yourself to just kind of hover in the space of indecision because that is one of the least empowering places to be when you have not decided even about something that doesn't ultimately matter whether you start today or a few days from now in January 1st. It's not going to make that much of a difference by the end of the year next year when you have accomplished all of your goals and resolutions, which I believe you can and will do. But it is very disempowering to be in that place where you haven't decided and you're kind of on the fence or you're not really sure. So you get started, but then you aren't really committed to it. And then you start January 1st, not on the right foot that I want you to be. So make the decision, no right or wrong answer, but decide. And then I will be toasting your start, whether an hour later, and then, of course, toasting your success all throughout the year. And then <laughs> this week, I am reading, actually rereading. I normally do a lot of rereading this time of year, but this year I did not really lean into that at the end of the year. I have not spent that much time reflecting why I didn't. Maybe that's something that I need to spend a bit more reflection time on, but not something that is super high consequence. But at the end of the year, I do always reread Gretchen Rubin's book, The Happiness Project. Every year I take away something different from it. It's amazing to me what resonates differently each and every year. It's so fascinating to me. And I've noticed that with a lot of the books that I tend to reread every year, but I guess I will be rereading some of them in January this year. But I'm excited to dive back into those. But The Happiness Project is my favorite. I normally read it in December, so it's not too big of a surprise that it's one that I have turned to now and will be turning to again in all the years to come. But I always love coming back to it. It's such a great basis to end the year and to start the year from that position. And then I want to toast the podcast because fortunately, unfortunately, this is our last regularly scheduled episode. I will be hopping back in your feed with a couple of bonus episodes, probably unsurprisingly in the next couple of days. But this is the last episode for the podcast that I have scheduled to release. And I once again just want to express my gratitude to the tools and technology that makes this possible. All of the amazing guests that have come on the podcast to be interviewed, some of them time and time again. Thank you, Heidi. And of course, to all of my amazing listeners, all of the feedback, the discussions, the encouragement, the support, it has been so invaluable and so special to cultivate that connection with you, to have people who love resolutions almost as much as I do. And of course, the people who seem to have come around a little bit on the idea of resolutions and who have just shown their unwavering support. I am so grateful to all of them. And so thanks to you. And here's to the Resolve Podcast. And with that, thanks for tuning in to The Resolve Podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at Carly Tisano. I would love to connect with you. Don't forget to rate and review. It really helps other people find the show. And subscribe if you don't want to miss those bonus episodes I was just talking about. For the show notes or additional support in reaching your goals, check out carlytisano.com. Until next time, here's to all that lies ahead. <laughs>